Charlie, we're about to do something very different. Very, yes, girl. Very different. Very, very different. But I think I think we need to explain to our listeners what we're about to do. Uh-huh. I think it's special. I do too. Um, and I think it's going to touch a lot of people. And especially a group of people that I'll be honest that I take for granted. And that is people who have to celebrate or people who don't have mothers on Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. And I take for granted that and being needing to be sensitive to 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 that group. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's something that our current cover subject is dealing with. It's. Diddy, Um, his daughters, his sons, they're, you know, right now on the cover of our May issue, which we've completely were unorthodox in having a man on the cover of our Mother's Day issue. And we really wanted to showcase because I think, I don't know about you, but it definitely for me, when Kim Porter passed away and, you know, we cover celebrity deaths, births, Mm -hmm. marriages, Mm -hmm. you know, life. I was not expecting the outpouring of support after she died. So when she died, and I think even I found myself even digging to find out more information for her and to see she was ultimately like trending even after her death. It was a beautiful thing to see. It was. It was really beautiful because it reminded me like, oh, yeah, she's a mom. Because, you know, you get caught for me. I was caught up in like, oh, this is Puffy's ex-girlfriend and. He had these beautiful kids with her. And in that moment, in her passing, I realized, no, this was someone who was greatly loved, mm-hmm. um, was a mother, loved her kids and was a daughter, a friend. And she is missed. She's really, really missed. It really hurt the community. Um, and it really hurt Puff. Yes. And it broke her family's heart. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were, I think, beautifully able to share that story with all of you with the new issue. Um, We see, we read the comments. We know that it really resonated with all of you. Um, Diddy was more vulnerable, right, Corey, than he's ever been. He's ever been. And I want to jump in right there because I um, have been here to edit Two Puffy cover story. And I'm forgive me, Puff, for calling you Puff, but that's what I call you in my life. So, you know, I know you're Diddy. Um, but I've been here to edit two Puffy cover stories. And the first one was when the writer Janine Amber did the, his profile with Kim Porter and they were on the cover and it was real love. And I remember readers writing in saying, that's not real love, but that is real love or whatever. And you know what I mean? But it was so beautifully done. And then fast forward to now editing this story with Dreen Hampton, the interviewer who spoke to Puffy was really different because they were they're really friends yeah like puffy and dream go way way back um and i think this is why we decided to do something a little unorthodox if you will in that we want to share audio clips from the conversation that dream had with sean combs um it really is an insight into what he's feeling um, about this because it's clear when you listen to it, this is no longer Sean Puffy, Puff Daddy Combs mm-hmm. or Diddy or Love. This is really a man who has to figure it out. He now is the full, he's taking full responsibility for his children and what what that means now. 
And I mean, and Charlie, I know for you, this is actually special because as, as we were developing this story, coming up with the ideas, coming up with um, and supporting Dream of doing this, you brought up something too with your mommy, dad, mommy, daddy comment. Yeah, you, <clears throat> you, excuse me, you guys have heard me talk about it on the show. This was, I mean, it was hard to read because it really hit home for me. Um, I was raised by a mommy, daddy. I do love that phrase because, you know, it is double duty parenting that is thrust upon you, um, usually after tragedy or something sudden. My mom died from cancer when I was nine. Um, She didn't have to. It was malpractice, but she did. Um, And my dad was like, what just happened? Um, And he had to take me in and raise me and do figure it all out from how to do my hair to how to talk to me about uncomfortable things. And also just to how to raise me in her in her light and in in the way that she would have wanted me to be raised. Um, And my parents were very different, but, you know, they loved each other, but it was different. And I think that in a lot of ways that reminds me of possibly what Diddy and Kim had, you know, mm-hmm. I could tell that maybe they had different styles, you know, of parenting, different ways of looking at the world. And so when you lose your partner, you have to think about raising that child um, in their essence and in your own. Yeah. Right. And so I think my dad did a great job, but it's uh, Mother's Day without your mom, what these children are about to experience for the first time. Yeah. It is heartbreaking. Yeah. And it doesn't get easier. Um, and Diddy talks about that. If you've read the cover story, mm-hmm. like it's not necessarily something that time heals. I mean, I say that to people sometimes, but I'm lying. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't feel any better. Yeah. You just learn to deal with it better. It's fucking rough, Corey. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, no. It's just rough. Listening to these clips that you guys are about to hear, I, I mean, Diddy is, I mean, this is the most vulnerable you'll ever hear him. And let's say to, um, tell our listeners, Charlie, that, you know, we, we are playing these clips with, with Puffy's permission. Absolutely. You know. um, absolutely. And it's just so powerful. And when you hear that and you hear him, it's one thing to read what he said. Yes. But to hear him say it, I think it will really continue the conversation about what it means to lose a partner and to have to go on to bring your family back together. For anybody out there who's celebrating Mother's Day without their mom, I get it. We get it. Mm-hmm. Um I know that it's not easy and I know that you are hurting and I know that you might just want to not even try that morning. That's cool, too. But you have to know that you're not alone. And I think as much as we celebrate the moms every year, we really want everyone to know that we're also thinking of the people who don't have their mothers in their lives. Exactly. Um, And this is, you might need some tissues, y'all. I mean, this really is going to be a hard one, but we're going to let Diddy speak for himself in this case. And we also just want to hear from you. um, If you lost your mother, um, if you are a motherless child on Mother's Day, you know, talk to us. How do you cope? What do you do? I like to look at pictures of my mom, Corey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have a lot of them because she died when I was nine, but mm-hmm. I like to get into old photos and I'll call my dad and be like, tell me something about her. So I try to learn something new about her every mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I also just self-care. I stay off social media. Yeah, That's what I do. But tell us, hashtag Yes Girl Podcast, um, if you don't have your mom in your life, how do you cope? Yes. Um, and what has helped you and what hasn't? So up next, Dream Hampton and Sean Combs. What was it like the day that you got the news? It was horrifying for the rest of us. Yeah, it was definitely, um, it was a total shock and a, and, and a surprise. And it, 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 you know, it really, really, really woke me up just as far as it just, I mean, it just turned, it turned everything upside down. It was, it was, it was the craziest, like most traumatic thing 
I've ever I've ever been through. Um, when somebody when they say it hurt, you know, it hits home or it cuts deep, or your world gets turned upside down, it was you know it was all of that in one. I remember you posting something, and it was so true to me. You know, just having you know known you, like you posted that um, you know, people will never understand what y'all have. Um, what did you mean by that? Can you say more about that? Yeah, there's a there's there's levels and dimensions to love, um, okay. and especially love between a man and woman. Um, there's this there's this place that that like almost goes beyond friendship. It's 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 where you know two people actually feel like a level of responsibility and to love this person forever and, you know, a, a total trust. There's not a lot of people you can say, like, you have total trust and, and you really, really know that, that you can trust them. And it went beyond us being involved, you know, intimately or in, you know, a traditional type of relationship you know it, it it really felt it really felt like you know the 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 pure definition of unconditional love but it was a little deeper than that whenever i was around i always felt like god had his hand in it i always felt like god sent her for me to teach me something so in this next clip diddy is asked about whether or not he has any regrets you know Corey, and I always think it's I I really do like to hear when a, a man in particular or anyone in a relationship, but particularly a man, is honest about what he regrets, you know, and what he fucked up. I'll be honest. That day he responded to that comment on Twitter. I mean, I'm sorry, on Instagram. I was a shocked that he even responded because you know we right. we know you know Absolutely. celebrities responding to to comments is you know, honest. but he was so honest. Mm-hmm. And for me, that actually really put Puffy to me in a different light. Mm-hmm. Like he really was just, I was just like, again, going back to what I said earlier in our intro is that he was no longer this larger than life, this um, this dude with a lot of bravado, this, you know, guy who, um, you he was know, who was always had like a, the, the most beautiful woman on his, on his arm. He was relatable. Yeah. And he was having a real moment of reflection, and I I really appreciate his his um his honesty in answering it. And he said, "I was playing with love." Yeah, yeah. And you can't do that. And Charlie, tell me if I'm wrong, put. but I think it's a question everyone had on their mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone had on their mind, and you know, bravo to the guy. Um, excuse me, bravo to the person who even went there in the comments, but then. Even more applause for um, Puffy for answering. Absolutely. And we're going to get into this clip. Yep. He talks about regret. Do you have regret about anything that happened in the relationship? No, I, would, I don't say I have re- regrets. You know, I, I don't have regrets. I, I feel like, you know, when, um, when I had said, I guess, even on, on social media, somebody was saying, like, you should have married her. And I said, I played myself. And it was it was in many reasons. Um, you know, I wasn't being honest, all the way honest, like with my love for her to myself 
and even to other people that, you know, I was in a relationship with. Um, I don't have no regrets how how things went. They went the way God wanted them to go. But I was playing with love, you know, and and it's not really to be played with. You know, I, I definitely took for granted that she would she would just be with me forever. I took for granted that something like this could happen. When I heard Diddy talking about fatherhood and specifically being a present father, for what he shared is going to big uh, going to be a big wake up call, or at least I hope it's a wake up call for fathers out there who are not being a hundred percent present for their children, and and especially for those who maybe haven't thought about it that way and haven't thought about what they would do if their partner who does most of the work or more of the work wasn't there mm-hmm. tomorrow to hold it down. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's get into Diddy talking about family. Everything's about the kids, and and that's what she instilled in me. You know, that's what she taught me. And now, as a full time father, just the level the level of presence that I have now, and the level of patience that I have, and even selflessness. You know, nothing comes, you know, before my family before. But I, of course, there would be a couple of dates I would miss, or some things I would miss because I was so you know, so into my work and, you know, really putting them, you know, putting them first. I always loved them as a father, but, you know, from a mother's perspective, the kids come first and that's, that's it. It's nothing, it's nothing else that, that, that really matters, you know, you know, from a mother's perspective. And I immediately had the lens of a mother. So the lens of of, of me as a father was combined with with my lens, like the lens of a mother. And, you know, I had to tap into, immediately tap into my feminine side and, 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 that, and that protective side. The mother protective is a little bit, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit way crazier than the father protective. The emotions are at such a level, I've never, I've never actually felt emotions like this i never my heart was never open like this my 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 i never had my senses like this you know so it's been mm-hmm. crazy from that point it's been crazy from that point but 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 i knew i knew that i I, you know, I just knew that she was training me for this and i wasn't scared i knew that i was ready i knew that i was ready to, to do what i was supposed to do if something like this had ever happened from all the conversations that we had we never really had conversations about anything else but our kids. You know, you know how people just have random, you know, conversations. We would have, of course, we would have our conversations as friends. But if there was time, you know, if I had time and, and we were alone, her focus was her kids. And um, so, you know, I, I inherited that, you know, and, and, and I'm proud of it. I feel like I was taught by the best. And I feel, and I feel like I'm, I don't even feel like I know. I know what to do because even if I don't know what to do, I just ask myself, what would Kim do? So, you know, Corey, when, I, when Diddy got to the part where he just really talked about whether or not he had a plan about being a man raising daughters, you know, again, it really um, hit home for me. I ask my dad that all the time. I'm like, daddy, how scared were you? You know what I mean? Like, what what was that like? Like, and think about it. I'm sure it was extra scary for him because this at a time when men weren't that vulnerable. Right. 
Absolutely. Regardless of oh, my dad kept it one hundred. He was like, "Your mother did the the hard work." He was like, "She would clean you up, make you beautiful, and plop you on my lap." And I did the bouncing and the kissing. You know, he was like, "I I wasn't as present when you were much much smaller." And then he was like, "I was more present as you got older because I enjoy spending time with you." But he's always been like, you know, until you could talk and tell me what you wanted, it was a lot for me. But you know, obviously, Diddy's children are um his daughters are old a little bit older, but they they're gonna need proms period talks and prom dresses and dates and guys and boys and it, it can be done my daddy did it but it's you know it takes an approach you know what I mean mm-hmm. and um but I always ask him did you ask other women and he always says there's something that's really interesting he's like your mom and I were best friends so I knew her and I knew what she would say so even if I didn't agree with it I said what I knew she would say to you in oh, all those moments Charlie Penn. you know and I think that was his playbook like I said what she would have told you even if inside I was like Ugh. so let's listen to Diddy talk about his strategy with raising the girls you became a man with a single mother um I don't like when they when people say we particularly as black folks say that a, a woman can't raise a man because there's so many men that are counter evidence to that but now you have to like raise two women um, do you have a plan for this? <laughs> Wait, are you over there freestyling? Like, what's what's about to happen with the girls? Hmm. <laughs> I really, I was really concerned about that, and so I went to just like different, different women, and 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 I asked them, you know, what could I do to be the best father I can to my girls, and and they all were consistent. And they told me, you know, number one is to listen, to listen, to make sure that they can, they, they can speak to me about anything and that they'll know that I'll really listen. And they know I won't judge them. I had to let them know, like, I'm always here to listen. I constantly let them know I'm here to listen and I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to judge y'all. And I could say I probably was a, a judgmental person, a not the best listener and not so good listener. I would probably categorize, I would probably say that, describe myself as a bad listener. <laughs> so, and then they told me number three is that, you know, you can't be controlling. Um, you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to control. Control is, if you try to control, it's going to push them further away. And, so I don't. I wouldn't say I'm freestyling. I, w- I would say that you know I'm I'm putting in the work that I have to put in to really be able to really fill shoes that are like almost impossible to fill. I don't. I mean I don't think that a man can actually ever fill the shoes that a that a mother fills. So you know, knowing that I'm trying to step into the you know my mommy daddy role and and also accept help. Um, I'm accepting help from her friends that were very close to her. And, 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 and we always said, even back to the last question, you know, I always said, you know, um, that unconventional family, she was like, you basically started a tribe. And so mm-hmm. the tribe is really the tribe and you're the leader of that tribe and you better start acting like, and um, so the tribe is really coming together, but, I would have to say that I'm learning day by day and, and I'm in search of the knowledge and, and, and because I'm listening, they're actually teaching me 
how to become the best parent that I can be. As we all know, Mother's Day is this weekend. Uh, Dream did ask Diddy about his plans for Mother's Day and if he was ready for Mother's Day. Um, he was as vulnerable and as raw as I think we'll ever hear him. He was completely honest. He was really honest. honest about it. And he just let the heartbreak come out. And if you read the words on the page, I mean, hearing him say it. Completely different. I mean, it puts a whole new context on it. Um, and I think that's the only way that we can really know um, what he's truly, truly going through. True. His Mother's Day is going to hurt. Um, we definitely going to celebrate, you know, all the mothers. We're not, we're not going to get in the way of that. But, you know, honestly, um, anybody that's lost a mother, lost a soulmate, um, it takes time. It takes time, you know. I don't, you know, they say time heals all wounds. You know, when it comes to your mother or mothers, I don't think that's the case. And and that's not that's not a negative thing because it's it's because it's people we need wounds. Because just like when you don't listen to your mother and you get out of pocket, you know. Need, need, need something to sting you sometimes, forever, and to keep you on point, and teach you a lesson, you know, you know, um, I'm so sorry, I don't know what I'm going to do, I'm going to figure something out, though, you're doing so good, Pa. I mean, it's hurt so much. I know that people want to hit like the the, the the good stuff, but I know it's gonna have positive results. But it 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 it, it, it hurts. You know, ain't no way around that. Yeah, so unfair. Yeah. Anything else wouldn't be like the truth. It was like I'm trying to do the interview like the way I know it. I don't know if I can like. You got you gotta help me out. You know what I'm saying? How that I would have a happy ending. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I wanted to do it because I wanted to let everybody know <laughs> that I'm special, like all the mothers are, and how like I don't think anybody can ever understand how hard it is to be, you know, to be a black mother. I mean, I think we have the strongest beings. Like if it comes to like a category of who's the strongest being. On the face of the earth, it would have to be black mothers. <laughs> yeah. That's a good place to end it. Yeah. Diddy, thank you again for just that vulnerability. Everybody knows that it is not easy to open your heart that way. And we appreciate you doing with Essence. And you know what, Corey? I really appreciate sharing some of these stories with you. I don't talk about this that much, and I don't really get into it anymore. It's just my burden to bear. So thanks for, you know, being a sister. No, thank you. And I'm glad that 
I've been able to have a deeper appreciation for this because I wanted to, I have a very dear friend who also lost her mother and mother, and I forget to ask her how she's doing around Mother's Day. And it's funny today, it it hit me that I should probably tell her, um, maybe she should go to another country for Mother's Day because I'm reminded it's Mother's Day is a very American thing to do. And maybe she could go someplace else this weekend just if she you know get away, to get away up. and switch it up there may be something for her to do i'm grateful for you and sharing that because it's made me more appreciative of the people in my life who whose mothers are gone but again like i said i really firmly believe that the folks in our lives never really leave us um, they don't and speaking of the ones we still have you know what i always tell everybody they can do for me what love their mother just a little tighter a are little you? harder you know as much as I don't necessarily think it's a black thing, but you know, sometimes we can get a little rough with our mothers, especially when we're grown and they're grown and, you know, we get frustrated and we, I, I hear people, you know, occasionally just speak out of turn. Yeah, with their they'll moms. be ready to be grown. Like, I'm grown ass yeah, woman. Yeah, and I wish you, you know, I cringe, right? Because just don't do it, y'all. Just hold on and cherish every memory. Because yeah. if you ever find yourself in a situation like what I'm in, where you got to really try to recall them, you're going to want as many of them to be positive as possible. True. So go ahead and splurge on her spa, on that dinner, on whatever. I Just, need to get these flowers ordered. Okay, order those $200 flowers. flowers. 800flowers.com. You be playing me, you yo. <laughs> order God. those flowers. I, I do be trying to do it on Friday, and they be like, Yeah, it's too sis. late. That's when you they need your whole paycheck. Yes, they do. But whatever your plans are, and even if she wants to watch Coming to America for the 15th time, it doesn't or matter. Or go see Medea's family reunion live. Or in game again. Whatever kind of black mom you have or any kind of mom. Okay. Just cherish her y'all and happy mother's day. Happy mother's to day. All the mothers out there. We happy love mother. you guys. And to everyone without theirs, we love you too. Love you. What you have with your family and what you have with your children. There's other things that are, that are going on now and now in the world. But when God entrusts you with the power to make another human being, that's really first and foremost and the only reason why you're here on earth if you have children. Um, the other things that I'll do, the effect I have on the rest of the world or other things I may experience, that's, that's extra, you know, and that's, everything else is secondary. And I said, I, said I, I, I don't think people will remember me for, like, my accomplishments as much as they'll remember me for how I eventually raised my children. And that's a, that's a true feeling that I have inside. And that was, that was instilled in me through Kim and even and through my mother, you know, but I guess I, I don't know if I was listening as much. Wow. Did he just really close out this episode with the word? Thank you, sir. Thank you. And an extra special thank you to Sean Diddy Combs and Dream Hampton. If you would like to hear more episodes of Yes Girl, please be sure to download our episodes at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. 